Hello guys and welcome back to the Power Passion Podcast. Now, should we tell them where we are? Where? We're in the depths of somewhere mysterious right now. We've got a screensaver in the background. We're at some mysterious academic establishment that no one knows that we are enrolled at. I'm not even enrolled here, so... Anyway, <laughs> what do you think about this abortion debacle? <laughs> Straight into it. Straight into like it. Like a duck to water. Straight into it. Um, well... It's recently come up on people's feeds. Yes, your feeds. It's uh, from Alabama. Uh, they've recently, as a state within the United States, decided that... There are states within the United there States? There are states within the United God, States. God, tell me more. Uh, I know it's, it's complicated, Mason. I know. I know. But there are states within the state. Sure. Of the United States. Right. It's almost Sounds like, like a trying, lot of states. It's like they're trying to like work together okay. in a weird way. Right. Yeah, but it, anyway, that's, it's not 52 important. or 54? There's like 50... Fuck away. <laughs> I'm messing around. Um, Get to the point. Why are you killing babies? <laughs> wow. Oh, so uh, Alabama doesn't want to do that anymore. Right, right. They, they don't want the abortions to happen anymore under any circumstances. Yeah, yeah. During the entirety of the child's conception yep. uh, through to its... Midterm through to it's it's eight, weeks. eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Just during the entire thing, no abortions in Alabama. And I know, uh, folks at home, that's probably killed your um, the idea of you travelling to yeah. Alabama. Mm. I know that's probably stopped. Now it. this is only the thing. because of this. This is the thing. Only sorority girls the world over are planning trips to Alabama, mm. and they want to get their their freak on. Yeah. And I'm telling you that it's it's not happening. Everybody and their mother-loving um, cousins is going down to Alabama to just get some. Yeah, get abortions there. But I mm. suppose, uh, hey, I mean, you can travel and, and go to another state. Yeah, you could. Go and to then, Planned and Parenthood. Then, and, and then go to Planned Parenthood. I know. Now, I want to clear this up. This is really confusing to me when it comes down to the whole, there's no exceptions for the rape and interest, incest thing. Mm. Now, granted, studies have proven this is a very small percentage mm. that which it happens. And even if so, even if the abortion laws are very tight and this sets like a precedent for the rest of the United States and mm. it kind of like has a flow-on effect, I'm not sure, I'm speculating there. But when it comes down to it, does this mean that I suppose... Like, I just don't understand why people just don't put the kid up for adoption. Mm. Like, yeah, it sucks, mm. I suppose, but at the same time, it, you you can move states, right? Yeah. And get an abortion elsewhere. Yeah. So if on the instance that that happens... Mm. Um, the, the girl could get an abortion else, elsewhere. She could. Mm. She could. Um, with the abortion argument, I think many people might want to look at other countries and how they handle abortions, not just Alabama, which is a state within the United States. So, yeah. you know, sure, you can't get an abortion there, but you could travel to another state. In some countries, you know, it's across the board that you can't get an abortion somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but in some regards, this is viewed as a positive thing. For example, Iceland and Denmark have pretty pretty strict abortion issues. However, they do allow for circumstances wherein they know that the child will potentially kill the mother during mm. childbirth, or that the child will be or suffer from Down syndrome. Yeah. Now this isn't particularly talked about, but what this has essentially said is that. Um, God damn it! Why do you have your emails on? No. So <laughs> why do I? Why do I? What? What it, what it is sort of suggesting to yep. me is almost like eugenics. Okay. Now, for the viewers at home that don't know what the term eugenics is, mm. brief synopsis. It's 
sort of attempting to improve human beings. Um, you know, saying to yourself, what is the best biological human being? Sounds a little bit Hitlery to me. And uh, he was a big component and big believer on uh, it. Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily, in my mind, it's not necessarily the worst idea, but it's a pretty terrible one. I'm not I mean, against I, I, the optimization of the human species per se. Mm. I feel as though, obviously, things like nutrition and... I, I don't like the idea of genetic enhancement because yeah. of the, I suppose, repercussions yeah. that that I don't like the hurt. idea of uh, genetic kind yeah. of cosmetic procedures. But, but back to the whole abortion thing, mm. I'm, try I'm trying to understand this because there was a, I think it was a congressional hearing that mm. I was watching on YouTube, and this woman was pretty much grilling this guy and saying, would you like it? Do you know how it feels to, to be, be raped and, you know, by... You know, by a person that you know, mm. that's your family member. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, does this woman know that? Know is? that? Has she experienced this? I see. I don't understand when. Obviously, obviously, abortion's a, a touchy topic. Mm. We're two guys right now talking yeah. about, about abortion. Many women would watch this and say, "Go away. Yeah. You're not a part of the conversation because it's, it's my body. It's my choice." Mm. That kind of argument. Now, I suppose when it gets a little bit away from that slogan. Or talking point that a lot of females put forward when it comes to abortion is when the baby is pretty much exited the womb and you know that's the whole legal infanticide now for those who don't know what that means that literally means that okay it's beyond the point of aborting the kid the kid's born mm. and you're chatting with the doctor and you go like oh well we could stop the heart like it gets gets a little it's bit murder murder essentially. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's, it's outside the body mm. but I think the premise of whether a person's pro-life or pro-choice really comes I, down to how you define a human life. At what point, mm. Larry, do you think a human life is a human life? Is it a clump mm. of cells? Is it a heartbeat? What do you think? I think it starts... I think after two to three or four weeks, you should probably have your shit together. Uh, if you really want to get rid of this embryo, if it's not even that, it's just a, even a clump of cells. You've got to be quick about it. Mm. And I uh, don't. I personally don't have anything against. On a microscopic level, um, though, well, it, well, let me let me finish. Let yeah, me go finish. on. I don't have I have a problem with uh, abortion happening within the first eight weeks okay. of conception from conception. Right. If you really don't want to handle this in eight weeks, you can make up your mind. You already know if you're not meant to be a parent or not. Mm. Um, but after eight weeks. I'm sorry, you, you've really got to consider the fact that you are quintessentially killing the opportunity for somebody else's I'm, life. I'm still grappling with my stance, but I'm pro-choice, and this is the other thing we need to bring up. The term pro-choice is really mm. saying that you're pro-abortion. Yeah. Let's, let's be blunt about yeah, it. It's That's a what clever it is. marketing. It's a clever marketing f a tool mm. to make a person feel better about their stance on it. Yeah. Now, what I mean by this, uh, for my stance currently, is that I am pro-choice to two weeks yeah. that is generally speaking when you see like a chart i'll put an image up in the, in, the, in this video mm -hmm. um of the uh, the you know the terms for pregnancy um, pretty much the weeks away and on the second week that's when the identifiable heartbeat kind of starts mm. now i'm going to romanticize it but i feel like the start of the heartbeat it's getting more the baby's getting more romantic mm. after that i don't know like maybe it's developing feelings mm. Very true. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know man. I, I think uh, I think uh, you're a little bit close to the money, but man, you made that sound really, really creepy. 
I made that sound creepy. Yeah, yeah. To me, that sounded a little creepy, but whatever, man. Yeah, go on, go on. Go on. <laughs> It was a uh, it's your feelings, man. It's your feelings, and I understand, man. And I, oh, I, I you know, go. I just, I just want you to feel the Look, way you need to feel. And here's a side of the argument that doesn't get discovered. And I really mm. want to explore this with you because we are guys. Oh, cool. Now, this is the reason why I feel as though we can talk about this issue. Mm-hmm. There are guys involved in an abortion. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. There are people. And now, obviously, if you have slept with someone that you don't really know. At all, and and you and you know having a baby out of wedlock, it's that's it's kind of a shitty situation. And I would say there's two individuals who are very in- irresponsible and really should have considered their options a lot they better. They were really but... into each other, Larry. Oh, they were into each they other. Were into each they other. had that they feeling didn't, and that didn't connection, wear a but they, they, they didn't they, wear a rubber. They, they were horny. Let's just face Look, it. All right. I, I'm just all I'm saying. <laughs> All I'm saying is, oh god, I hate using that phrase because it's always like when you, when you say all, all I'm saying is, and then the, 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 I steam and then load of everything after the bias, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that when it comes down to uh, the abortion on the male side of it, mm. there is this kind of balancing act in the dude's head where they go through, okay, my life has changed now. Could I perceive myself? getting a stable career or whatever job it is to mm. be high-paying enough to keep a kid. Mm. You really do go through that kind of mental gymnastics in your head. Okay, could I be a father? Potentially. And also you go through that bit of, you know, oh, God, you know, why won't she get rid of it? All that kind of stuff. You become almost <laughs> demonic in your kind of like, just kill it. You know? No, I, I, I personally can't relate to that feeling. But what I can say right. is that, um, <laughs> you know, have you ever, ever, ever gone with that? And, you're like, oh, I'm pregnant. Then you're like, what do you say? You see, if you yeah. say, if you say, if you say, uh, you know, you're gonna abort it. If that kid's not aborted, that kid will get probably told by its mum that, oh, your father wanted you aborted at one stage or another. Right. Well, what do you think so, the guy should say? Though? The guy should pretty much just say, so what are you gonna do? And what? Wait suspensefully. Yeah, wait suspensefully. I. So what you gonna do? Because you don't want you don't want to hold, you don't want to holding it over you forever and ever, and then telling your kid, and then your kid hates you forever. And I ever. reckon I was a mistake anyway, mate. <laughs> I think I was a mistake. Look, I'm just trying to say that when it comes down to it, um, that that you know that the, the guy's perspective should be taken into account. Of course. Now it's a more self-serving perspective because the the woman's going through childbearing and it's a lot more complicated than it is for the dude. But still I feel as though this is one of those topics where it's kind of like even if I'm talking this way then as a dude girl's going to go, "Oh, well, how dare you? How dare you talk about abortion? Mm. This is the only way that you're going to experience this is if you have a kid. Women mm. is equal and yeah. it's about equality." Mm. And then it's this, this kind of like, you know, military kind of tone to them talking to me. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. What did we uh, elect a, a female Hitler, you know? So In your life, maybe. maybe. In your life, man. Maybe, um, maybe. Yeah, look, just feel your way, man. Just feel your way. Is that where we're going to? Yeah. You don't want to feel keep going on about abortions? No, man. I mean, look. Sure. I feel bad about killing cows. We, anyway, we spent enough killing time talking about abortions. Another one. Let's just talk about burgers, man. All right. Well, and feeling our way. Play the next video. We'll play the next video. Not everybody wakes up happy. Sometimes you feel sad, scared, crappy. All I ask is that you let me feel my way. Feeling blue. 
kind of down. Can't wait to leave this closed-minded town. My boss is such a freaking creep. I just told him to go f himself. my student loan. I'm never moving out of my parents' home. Just got ghosted. Should've known. Pretty sure I'll end up alone. They say I'm too young to raise my baby girl. Take your opinions and suck it, world. to this video that uh, we've just watched, there are a variety of things that happen. So there's an Asian guy that's sitting down on the bed, millennial guy, and he's just going like a rapper, like Eminem. He's, he's I, the want, next I, want, I want you to feel my way. I want to feel my way. Let me feel my way, man. Yeah. It's this kind of, I suppose, hedonistic, nihilistic um, perspective that, you know, nothing means nothing. anything. And then there's a, there's a woman that comes down the stairs, Larry, and she's, she's unimpressed by the meeting with her boss, and she's, she's resigned, and she says, my boss is a creep. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, obviously... Yeah, no, I, I like the single mum, you know. Yeah. It relates to our previous topic, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe, but, like, uh, she's going down the stairs, yeah. and she's saying, my boss is a creep. And I'm just like, oh, that's her very... Her boss very is probably is a creep. I've never met him, Why but no, she says he's a creep, so we've got to take it take her out of context. Yeah, yeah, we have to take her out of context. The boss was probably a creep. The, no, the boss was a creep. The boss you know. was a good no, guy. He has no redeemable How do you qualities. Know? The woman told me. When the woman tells you, you have to absolutely 100% believe that. That is right? not true. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, it's a spicy meme territory. Look, look, folks. look. look. Okay, the next thing, if you, if you really go down that line, they're thinking, sure. And I know you're half trolling me. You're half trolling me. But at the same time, what it comes down to is maybe we should make a commercial with Maybelline and you know, say maybe it's make-believe. Maybe it's all made up. Maybe it's fake shit. But you know what? What is it? Fake feelings. You know what isn't temporary feelings. And what will make you feel better is a burger. It's a burger, and fuck you. It doesn't even say that. Yeah, these are real meals, guys. These are real meals, guys. Real meals. You've seen Happy Meals. How about depressed meals? Yeah. How about fucking sad meals? How about the real feels meals? Would you eat a salty meal? I would eat the shit out of a salty meal. You eat salty. Yeah. Now, I don't understand how a, a corporation... This, I is, mean, this is where it gets down to whether this is a bad thing because, mm. okay, we're glamorizing mental health here. Burger King are not donating anything to a mental health cause through the sale of these burgers. Mm. What the fuck is going on with this commercial? I'm sorry. but I, And that's the first time I've ever sworn on the podcast. Like, seriously. Well, fuck me. If oh, it's, it's contagious, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, look, it's just... These corporations want to feel like they're in touch, which is kind of... Retarded. Do they really? It's just a no, marketing thing. No, they want to feel in touch because they want to be able to advertise their products. And what's really fucked up is that we're 
in this sort of weird phase of society and just in like this weird capitalism where corporations feel as if oh you know selling the product by itself and letting the product stand on its own two feet I want to put you isn't up there. enough I no, want to put you up we there. have it's to have not capitalism is corporatism it's corporatism quite right quite yeah. right so corporations have an idea that oh yes it's it's got to be it's we can't just advertise a product for the product's sake and you know sell the product because the product is good enough as it is or could always use improving your tiny tweaks yeah. here and there yeah. No, we have to we have to give people the experience. But it's a yas meal. It's, it's, it's a yas meal. No, we have to give people the experience, even though we don't really one hundred percent know what the experience is. Right. Unless, of course, it's just somebody hungry for a burger and wanting the product. Then no, we can't just do that. I, you I, know, tried and true methods. These millennials, they they want they I, want they want their smashed avocado I, and they want their yas meals. I, I, look, look. If I'm truly <laughs> feeling like I'm salty, or you know. I, I There's a lot of things to be salty meal, about, or, man. Or, or the um, the yas meal. Mm. Now, if I'm really feeling my way, and I'm eating a burger. Mm. I'm sorry. After that, I'm feeling shit. Yeah, I always I feel shitty after, after, uh, after Burger King or Hungry Jacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just look. I the whole portrayal of this commercial is one of those commercials where if you're not educated on what they're trying to get out with mm. the issue, and you don't dissect the the commercial like we're doing mm. right now. You don't really care. Sure, but for why? the first 10 seconds, you don't know what they're advertising. You've got no Wh idea. Why do we even care about corporations giving a flying fuck about mental health? I don't care if Burger King cares about mental health. I'm not that more inclined to buy their product. Well, it's I just, don't, I it's don't just care this charitable thing. I, they I want to feel even, like a good corporation. I, I, there's no such thing as a good corporation by that logic, you know? Well, there isn't because they're not donating anything to charity or yeah. anything of a good cause. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, sorry, Burger King, but that that's that's a fucking fail. So they shouldn't feel their way. Should you put a big F like? So, like so that? the anti-happy meal didn't work. The anti-happy meal didn't work. You know, the funny thing about this is some insight on this is they only ran this, they ran this commercial nationwide mm. in the states, mm -hmm. but they only had seven outlets that did this deal. So they only sold the products at seven outlets. And apparently one guy went to the drive-thru and said, I want the real meal. And the girl at the other end of the, the microphone didn't know what she was saying. She was like, uh, so yeah, we have grilled burgers here. Grilled burger. She, he's like, oh, the other end. No, I want the real meal. The real and, meal. And he, she goes, oh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, we've got grilled patties. And so, yeah. And he's like, no, the real meal. And so so the, these people aren't even training their employees on the real meal. To, to get educated. The yas meal, man. The yas meal. We could probably do the yas meal. Yeah. We could probably get like some Instagram models to do the yas meal. I could do the yas meal. You could do the yas meal. I don't know about the, the other stuff. I could do the, the bitch meal. I could do the salty meal. The basic the, meal? The basic bitch meal. Yeah. What's that include? No, it, it comes with a little fuck you kind of uh, little toy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to go there. Now, we got to talk about another commercial. We do. Because it, this, this, is, this is some quality, quality commercialism. This is right. quality, quality yeah. corporatism. Yeah. Uh, one of our big folks, uh, we know who it is. Uh, let's run the clip.
Enjoy that, folks. Wasn't that a treat? <laughs> so anyway, um, when it comes to this, um, now they're talking about Ramadan. Now, first of all, this didn't air in every country. No. Only one, believe it or not, Norway. In Norway, okay. Norway, yeah. Uh, I gave the run no through way, the last commercial. No, you're running no through way, this commercial. yes way, Norway. You're running through this commercial. Yes, run, let's run through this commercial. Well, stop folks. running for freaking Norwegian presidency. <laughs> I should, eh? Go on. All right, so... We see, we see, of course, a, a young Muslim lady. She's late for the bus, not because you know she was running late or anything, or probably from no, you know she's praying. She's oppressed, into, right? Yeah, she's in a Western in, civilization. In, in, in she's Western oppressed. civilization, all Muslims are oppressed, don't you know? Apparently. Don't you know? By the way, uh, just, just not, break, uh, break the fourth wall. Well, that's not the case. You're very blessed to live in a in a, in a Western obviously, civilization. The West wait. is clearly the best. Yeah, Go on, obviously. Continue. But anyway, she's late for the bus. She gets bumped into all the time in a very crowded street. But you know, uh, if you are a Muslim, that is just no. You you can't get peripheral vision or, being affected. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, I mean, I the mean with the burqa, with with her hijab, she might, she might not have with seen her those hijab, people. She can't even see those people. I but you know, know, you just can't even bump into people by accident. You know. Yeah. And then the, the the evil white guy gives her a, a sort of a death stare of like both. Morbid curiosity, I, I lack of understanding. I interpret of, that part of the clip as literally the guy is just into her. I, I, I interpret it as, I as he's that. basically the reincarnation of Hitler and is going to take these this poor woman to well, a that, gas that's, chamber That's somewhere. how the commercial wants yeah. you to interpret but, it. But, you know, I have interpreted it that way. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's scary and this poor this poor oppressed Muslim woman, who's not oppressed by her husband or yeah. anything, or her religion or anything like that. No, she gets she's oppressed by Western, Western society. She gets close to a beach and yeah. this, this white saviour woman comes along uh, as, as is expected and, you know, mm. gives her a coke and... You know, first of all, it's there's a lack of cultural understanding. But I mean, uh, after a while, she realizes, oh, I, I'm actually educated, and I understand that she's probably fasting at this time. Of yeah. Year. And so I'm gonna sit here with her until the sun sets, so we can share a moment as two human Some beings over, over coke. Clear this up for me. In Ramadan, can you drink that at all? 
Is that a religious? You can drink. You can drink. You drink Coke. Coke. Yes, you can, but it has to be uh, at sunset. You so, can't drink during the fasting period, so which is at dawn and then sunset. The precious religious fasting that's depicted in this commercial is entirely on the person who's doing the fasting. Right. It, and then what? So buying them a Coca Cola is going to make them feel better. At first, no, because if it's before sunset, uh, then, uh, I mean, you're just being a little bit culturally insensitive. And uh, you should know these kind of things okay. about, or what, like 1.5% or what, 5.7% of the population of Norway. If you don't know these things, Mason, I mean, I mean, you're just a bigot. What am I supposed to know? You you're supposed to know you everything. Just me a bigot. You're supposed to know everything about everything that's ever been, and, you know. That's clearly not the case, as you're exposing right now. Yeah. But I don't... Okay, cool. So, yeah. guys, I hope you enjoyed that little <laughs> ad. And, I mean, hey, just remember to share, share, a, share a Coke with Muhammad. Share a yeah. Coke with Muhammad, yeah. yeah. I don't know anything, to be honest. <laughs> I don't, not, I'm not going to pretend to be educated on Ramadan. I'm not going to try. Now, I really want to bring something up. Because I feel like it's relevant. Yes. Now, yes, we've got to talk about it. I want to go deep on this. We have a salty meal. Salty on meal. hand, don't yeah. we? Yeah, we have salty meals. Look, look. These two commercials that we just played, mm-hmm. for our viewers, they are a perfect depiction of consumerism at its finest. At its finest? Yeah, this... Well, not at its finest, at its worst. Well, yeah. In, ter- in terms of inter- its uh, marketing towards the public and just getting you to buy stuff. Mm. It's useless stuff. It's almost like, hey, you feel stressed out on a Friday night? Ooh. Buy some stuff from Costco, you'll feel better. Ooh. Buy some books from Amazon. Like, you don't need to fill a void inside you with material That's stuff. That's very true. I'm not saying that once in a while it wouldn't be nice to eventually end up in a penthouse, but it's not the end you'll, of the you'll world. You'll only you end up in a penthouse if you drink Budweiser. Apparently. If this is what commercials have told me, exactly. is that the only way that you'll live any successful and life? And the only is, way uh, I can be James Bond Budweiser. is if I drink yeah. a shaken martini, you know. Or, or no, no, a Heineken. Ah, yes, Daniel Craig did have Heineken. Yeah, he That's did have a product placement, but we could get on front. Yeah. Game of Thrones. If you could describe the season finale of Game of Thrones in one word, how would you describe it? Disappointing. Or a theory about the ending. Um, close-ish. Okay. No, I'm not. I had no. I didn't. I didn't see any of this. We got to talk about another it, exposure of things that I don't know about. It's going to be interesting. How, to, how long do we have, folks? Do we We've talk about the entirety? Time. Anyway. We've got so, time. George R. R. Martin is the original author of Song of Fire and Ice. Mm. Um, it's an interesting fantasy novel, and it's quite critically acclaimed for a lot of good reasons, because it is a good read. And I recommend to folks at home, you should probably read it. Um, he hasn't finished the actual novel series. Right. Um, the... Next one to come out will be Winds of Winter, and I don't think it's out yet, if it is. And before it was even remotely announced that he was working on Winds of Winter, uh, two producers, uh, Hollywood directors, decided that, yes, they would like to make his fantasy series into Game of Thrones for HBO. Mm. Uh, It's a very interesting story. The story has developed. Characters have grown, characters have changed, characters have died. Now, the notably. main problem here, from what I've heard from the noise and stuff mm-hmm. that I've paid attention to, or mm-hmm. I read online, media, podcast, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. that I've, I've tried to draw from from this, 
mm-hmm. you obviously, yeah. um, is the, sto- the source material hasn't been finished, therefore the TV series cannot be written. Mm-hmm. Therefore they've, they've hired some uh, production writers mm-hmm. who have done a very good job to the point where they got a better deal to write the next Star Wars tr- trilogy. Yeah. Now, look, personally we're both writers. Now if I had the privilege to write a show like Game of Thrones... Mm. Look into it how you like. Like I, from what you're saying to me, the first six seasons were solid in terms of the storyline. Cinematically, it's still brilliant. Not not entirely solid, but many characters had to be cut out. <laughs> Otherwise, of course, what we'd be extending an extra two hours every episode. That's yeah. how deep the books get. Yeah. Um. And in the books, there's all these patterns and correlations and coincidences, which, to my mind, doesn't make what has recently happened in season seven. All that completely. Uh, this the final season, uh, from season seven to season eight, all that different. To, it's not unexpected to me. Right, but you've read the stuff. Like, I've read I, the I, stuff. I I've feel as though the there, there's, there's a, a yeah. deep connection. It seems that because people are so connected with this mm. plot and this 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 franchise, mm. that it, it's kind of sad when you see on camera that the full cast members are literally saying, yeah, season eight. And they're just laughing. Mm. They're laughing at the fact that I think one of the women within the cast literally mm. got paid, I don't know, it was like five million for maybe like 11, what 11, lines, of, 11 lines of dialogue. Yeah. Like, uh, like, are they laughing at that? I don't think, they laughing no, they're not the laughing at that. Maybe. They're laughing at the fact that, 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 look, it was a brilliant franchise up until the point where they tried to rush it. That's my point. A lot of people say that, but here's the thing, is what they're not liking about this recently rushed season is not the visual effects, it's not the it's not the, the lighting, it's not the acting itself, it's the characters not being what they expected. And here's right. the fucked up thing, is like, it's exactly to be expected. This is all very predictable, it's been in the books there, it's in the TV show in subtle subtext that I think most people overlooked. Right, and what are those subtle subtexts that everyone's overlooked? Alright, well look, I've probably told a lot of people who I discussed Game of Thrones with, is that obviously... Well, you haven't told people that are watching this podcast. Alright, guys, okay, spoilers. Come on, don't be a bigot. Spoilers. If you haven't watched the Sorry, latest I need, season... I need to get in there. If you haven't watched the latest <laughs> season, obviously Jon Snow is the rightful heir to the Iron Throne, being Sexy that he man. is both Rhaegon Targaryen's son as well as our uh, Liara Stark's son. So he sort of married without the um, a secreted marriage, so to speak. So he's the offspring of that particular uh, marriage. So that was a pretty obvious one. If you're wondering what Arya Stark is, and I, I haven't seen the last episode, so I'm going to be a little bit interested to see uh, what happens. I'm, uh, look, I'm not going to make any promises. Mm-hmm. This could air after it's already screened. They mm. could know, but yeah. Whilst we're recording this now, it hasn't aired. Look, either Jon Snow or Daenerys is going to die. You're going to have to deal with one of those two, okay? To fucking deal with it. And uh, yes, it's predictable. But that is exactly what I haven't watched any of it, but I'm going to say Jon Snow. No, I think it's Daenerys. Um, Do I care? Why? The subtle Why? subtext. I, of I, it. I feel so out of the loop because this this whole Game of Thrones thing has happened so much that my parents have watched it. Everyone I know has watched it. I just I just don't. I just can't appeal to dragons. All right, go on. Right. Tell, right. tell me how are people that all right generation of people that brought up subtext, Harry Potter subtext wanted to watch some Game important. of Thrones. One of the images that was displayed early on in second first season 
was Daenerys entering a dreamlike state where she walks through the iron uh, throne room and it's covered in these blue iced roses. And if people don't understand that reference, then I'm sorry, you've missed the subtext entirely. I've never bought a rose in my life. Yeah, but you haven't bought a blue iced rose before, have you? Not even a red one. So, obviously there's all these sort of prophecies, hearsay, and what have you within Game of Thrones. But there's a symbolic reference to the blue rose. Reference to blue roses. If people Google that, they might work it out. Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably figure it out. Well, there you go. There you go. Okay. So, no matter what happens in the most recent episode, I'm eager to watch. I'm not surprised. I like it the way it is. What really upsets me is the level of salt coming from people. The memes aren't even that good anymore. And if you dislike the TV show and go, oh, well, the characters are all shit, and you're signing a petition online... Well, go into that. So there's a million people that are signing There's a, a million people who've recently... For what? Si- a, a reshoot? To, to redo the entire entirety of Season 8 of Game of Thrones. Season 8 of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Is it that bad? No, they're crybaby bitches. Why? What's oh, happened You, you didn't like the way how do I explain it? It's they don't like the way that the characters have developed. Um, they've put way too much time and investment into thinking that the characters are this way, this way, and this way. When if they had looked back at the reference and all the subtext that was displayed, none of this is all that surprising. And it's a clean, easy finish to a very complicated and enjoyable clean fantasy and series. Easy. See, this is the backlash to it, and what I don't like about it having not watched the franchise. So I don't know how mm-hmm. people are going to take this comment. Yep. But when it comes to the fact that the production writers have walked away for a Star Wars trilogy uh, deal and well, rushed the writing. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a cardinal sin. I don't care. If you've been given that much money to write a television show, you finish the job. They finished it. Yes, but they... I, like, they, they did it rushed. rushed it. Oh, they did it rushed. They rushed well, it. Hmm, how much money did they spend on the production of it? How much money and time have they spent on shooting it? How much time and money have they paid people to help them in the visual effects, in the artistry, in the costume design? So you're saying that the writers aren't getting paid well enough, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that everything that they have done to generate a business in what is a -a once-in-a-lifetime TV show shoot that probably won't happen for another 30 to 40 years, if that means that they are never going to do a season 8. So you might as well suck it up. I know you don't like the way your character developed, but it was never your character to begin with. Accept what's happened. Move on. There's no point in signing but isn't a there a confusion in the character development between where it was passed on from the original source material to the production writers? Not that much. Not that much at all? Not that much. At all? Not that are much. Are you serious? So, yep. you, so, you're, okay, so, so Look, if I if, present a character If the to original you, author... Who's George R. R. Martin can say, look, I've told these guys what I would want to happen with this TV show as it finishes, and I'm 100% okay with how they handle it. Mm. Is it the TV writer's fault that you don't like the way the characters have developed? Okay. Even though they've had the author's blessing? here's the thing. I think this is a perfect example of the first time on the podcast where I've known nothing about something and Mm. I still try to talk about it. But anyway. (laughs) Hey! He gave it a good, good try. Soy products, give him a Larry. Soy, soy products. I don't touch them with a ten foot pole. But why do you talking not about touch all soy? these other things? I think why you made me really soy? uncomfortable. Look, it's just linked to heart disease. 
It's linked to breast cancer in women. It's, and uh, yeah, mantids or, or fish. Yeah, tits. it'll probably boost your estrogen levels a lot more mm. than it needs to. And uh, studies have been shown that I suppose I think it was in the US the testosterone levels have decreased by one percent. I think it's every ten years. Or every ten years, yeah. Every ten years, yeah. Every ten years, and it's just it's very obvious that if something like this does that to you and makes you wear chinos and makes you wear like a, a little like I like chinos really if it makes you wear skinny jeans yeah it makes you really metrosexual and not attractive to the opposite sex then this is a problem because if it's not a problem then I'll be damned because I don't I see a lot of these people on Twitter they're these soy boys types they're these social justice warrior guys with the coloured hair they're talking about the fact that they're happy that their girlfriend girlfriend is being cucked by a, a, a real great guy who, mm. you know, is more attractive. Mm. But they're supportive of it. And he gets a Nintendo Switch as well. He get, exactly. He did. Yeah, so, so <laughs> I, my, my point being is soy decreases testosterone, increases estrogen within mm. the body, and it makes you more feminine. Now, as a man, I think you need to be so self-loathing to become a soy boy. To be like, I'm going to decrease all this masculinity because it's toxic. Go away. Yeah, um, Go away. Go away. There's no such thing as toxic masculinity. There's only masculinity. That's, that's, it's not a bad argument. I mean, what do you want me to say from that, Mason? I just want you to tell the viewers at home why it's bad for women also. It, it, it's been linked to cause breast cancer. Mm. Um, you know, this is the kind of thing that is also predominantly the key factor in heart disease in both genders. Um, I, I, it increases your blood pressure. It is a blocking... Type of nutrition. It's not the best nutrition that you could get from grains, and I think you should try and avoid grains anyway. But the worst of the worst is obviously soy. Now, if you really must have soy milk, mm. or uh, uh, better still, some sort of plant-based alternative to regular milk, because you are lactose intolerant, soy should be the very last thing you have. Amongst other things, soy is probably the largest grown crop and deforestation. Uh, occurring sort of uh, crop that is in the world um, from what I've understood of uh, I think it's UNESCO yeah uh, or possibly WWF uh, soy production requires several acres mm. uh, to achieve its current demand rates yeah now soy can only grow in certain areas in the world one of the best growing places is the south of the US. Sure. So in places much like Alabama, in much like Louisiana. Alabama? Oh, yeah, Alabama. No. Uh, Alabama's been soyified? Uh, potentially, I don't know. Is that why uh, the abortion laws were passed? <laughs> also Brazil, which suffers from huge deforestation. And, of course, Thailand, including Vietnam, uh, Cambodia, etc., etc., uh, these places rely heavily on their, on the forests mm. and lumber industry especially, but at least they can get their trees replaced. Whereas soy, once it enters the uh, ecology of a particular region, like say for example Brazil yeah. or the South US, it causes major, major ecological problems. Now I, I'd like to eventually invite on a guest 
to talk about I was going to say, problems, I, I mean, should I put in the product description, Larry has come out as a soybean and soy product expert. No. I'm happy to have no, him on the show. No, no. <laughs> That's what Matt, it sounds like. We don't use We're the word expert the ever. We're getting into but the depths Do you, do you yeah. get where I'm coming from, folks? And folks at home, you can just take that as my word, and that's an opinion if that's really what you want to think. But I, I would challenge you. Look up the environmental effects of soy. Look up the health effects of soy. Mm. There aren't many studies out there, but the few that are all suggest that what I am saying is true. Fine, fine. And I'm going to do something that I know you're going to hate. We're going to get into a topic that I like. Not really. You do love these topics. James Charles. Okay, so for the intro, we all get to say hi, sisters, together. Hi, hi sisters! James Charles. Yes. We talked about him before. No, we did. We learned a little bit more about him. We did evade him. No. Hi, sisters. Hi, sisters. Hi, sisters. Tell us. Tell us, Mason. Yes. About James Charles. Okay. Now, I'm going to just get the basics down. One, he's a gay guy. One, he's also a gay guy that wants to turn straight guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he wants to right. turn them. Uh, three, he sells a lot of makeup beauty products online. But how does he do it? Does very well. He's uh, has a YouTube channel. Okay, and what and does he do on the YouTube channel? His YouTube channel, he goes into the intricacies of you know how to do makeup, mm-hmm. how to do it well. Oh. In various celebrity shots, he looks like a clown. He doesn't look great. Right. I'm not trashing his makeup skills. I'm sure he's very good. There's a lot of women out there that are probably disliking this video right now. But when it comes to James Charles, um, the debacle that's happened is that he had a mentor and she is like 30, in the 30s region, and she was proclaimed to be uh, his like mama. And mm-hmm. so she's kind of brought up the talent, got James Charles to about 15 million subscribers on YouTube, helped right. him out. Now he's a typical dude. I mean, he's a gay dude, so maybe not the typical dude or whatever, but this he's is, a dude. This is a, this is a, a, dude. This is a young man a who's young probably man. trying his hardest. Now he's, what, 19, 19, is it? Yeah. he's 19. Now, I don't know if people actually understand this. Now, I am not... Uh, a lot of his behaviour has been predatory towards straight guys and trying to turn them. Uh, there's, there's been instances where he's DM guys and tried to seduce them um, really aggressively. He's been very obnoxious in public, but he is 19. He's going to learn from this, but the point being is I don't condone his behavior, and I don't condone his mentor's behavior, because what his mentor's behavior has done, she's released a video, mm-hmm. exposed the stuff that's been going on with James Charles, and then sniped all the subscribers. There's been a subscribing shift of this like currency, of this beauty industry, which is revolving around tea and drama and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, go. I, got, I got to tell you, man, look, when it comes to a guy like James Charles and supposing he's hitting on you, you're a straight guy. Right. I, I got to tell you, if you I mean, if you go home with him or if you're tricked into somehow being uh, gay, oh, right. uh, maybe you were never straight to begin with. Look, I feel when it, comes, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to that, there's a large argument, I suppose, that could be debated upon. Whether, I got to tell you, even with a shitload of makeup on, he still looks like a guy to me. That, but no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that's hilarious. But what I'm no no. What I'm saying is when you're coming of age, yeah, and he might be able to, he might be able to go for younger um, straight guys, but that becomes even more nefarious and even more predatory. I think he's just looking to bang dudes, or maybe he's just looking to fuck with them mentally and physically. And I think like 
he is obviously a homosexual, so he's taking this white virtual signal signaling, uh, I suppose, morally higher position of being mm. the gay guy in celebrity status to the new to a new level. It's kind of like, oh, well, he's he's translating. Oh, but he's a YouTube sensation. It's a clear abuse of power. <laughs> and you can see it. It's abuse of power. But here's the thing: is like, you know, you you're a guy and if you're getting hit on by another guy and you're not a homosexual what does it matter if you're getting hit on it's like you know nothing is gonna no, happen it's like, i mean look in the instance i don't know about you but in the instances where a gay I, guy is hit on by hit on gay me, guys yeah in the instances where that does happen i just don't care i'm usually flattered and i usually toy around with it I, I, not to the point where i leave around them on. with it i, I might say i don't want to leave them on but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, but i'm like that i like mess with people but but that's the point look with this I, I'm really curious as to see how much of his subscribers he bought. Because there's a large mm. amount of tea that we just spilled. Oh, tea spilled. Wait, 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 I've got to do it. <laughs> Here's the motherfucking tea. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, but, but, yeah, it's been spilled that apparently he's bought some of his subs. So, maybe that decline in subscribers was just the mm. fake accounts dropping off. And maybe there was a a less percentage of subscribers that have gone down from that 15 mil to now 10 mil that he's got. Either way, I don't care about beauty and cosmetics because i got to tell you, girls out there, if you're gorgeous, if you're stunning, if you're beautiful, you're beautiful without those makeup products. Well, I'm going to stand by you. Know, i I got, I got to say, man. Sexual signaling. There's, there's, there's a reason they call it makeup. Ah, they're making it up, hey? Wow. Wow, you're really funny. Like. <laughs> you're really funny. <laughs> look, look, we've covered a lot of ground here. Is there anything that we need to touch on in like the next oh, 20 hell. minutes? We've got about 20 minutes or 10. Hell, people are angry. I hope you're not too angry at home, folks. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about issues maybe we know nothing about. I, if you really there was only to... two things I didn't know about. It was Ramadan <laughs> and Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, Ramadan. Uh, you know, folks, we always challenge you to do the research at home if you really want to. Yeah. That's always a good idea. Hey, yeah. hey call us up on our fucking faults. Call us up if you reckon we're making up bullshit. We always like to hear about the truth, don't we? Mm. That, that's it, that's it. The funny thing is, is even with YouTubers that I resonate with, mm -hmm. okay, they've got that familiarity. Mm. That familiarity builds trust. Just because you've seen one of our videos before, do not take it as the truth necessarily. Mm. Do you research? It's an opinion. Basically. Look, I like the fact that, mm. that there's going to be someone that goes, okay, I'm going to Google now. And they're going to like search it up. Okay. Did, did, what did he say? Did he say that right? Mm. Did he? I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if anyone actually cares that much. Mm. They could. Who knows? But if they do, we want to hear from them. Mm -hmm. And that's the point. Yeah. But more to the point, I want to talk about something that's been really on my mind lately. Larry. Larry. I have to resign from the show for three months. Yeah, do you're going on vacation though. I know. You're going on a vacation. It's I fine. Know. It's gonna be good, guys. It's gonna be I know. a really good kind of experience for you. The man. CIA are taking. <laughs> <laughs> joking, joking. He, the CIA are not taking. You're going on a vacation, and that's yeah. fine, man. It's well deserved. Where am I going, Larry? You're going to a nice tropical place. A tropical place. A tropical place. Guys, Larry's trying to kill me. <laughs> 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 Cutting that bit out. Um, he's just going on a vacation, folks, for three months. It's well deserved. You haven't done it for ages, have you? No, no I haven't done it for ages. Yeah. I, I just need to, I suppose, uh, reconfigure. 
reconfigure, recharge the batteries. Look, I'm doing some gonzo journalism. I'll let it out. Okay, okay I'm sure, doing sure. some doing some research. Yep. I'm doing some stuff. I'm I'm just looking into an industry and seeing how it turns out. Yeah. So it's gonna be basically just me for the passion podcast for three months potentially. Run them through the format of yeah. that, just so we you run them. out of money probably, and then you've got to come them crying them. home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it'll be. I'll try to make sure that there's at least two guests every week. We may have a return of previous guests. Ooh, yeah. No, yes, Larry. Maybe, do not maybe. do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe it may be our previous guests because some of them are really easy to talk to and really easy to chat to. Got interesting. I challenge you, fifty more guests. Fifty more guests. Yeah, I could got probably three do that. months. Yeah, I've got three months. What that's that's two every week. Look, and three months of two. Yeah, I could do that. By the way. Look, I know that we are going to get into an episode before I leave, mm-hmm. and I want to preview that. It's are we going to call it the conspiracy theory episode? Uh, is it the con- no? We, I thought we were going to wait a little while for that one. Look, we were going to wait a little while for that, but we're going to record it. Yeah. I know you wanted to do it on Halloween, but I really do want to get into. All it right, we'll record it before it, and then we'll release it on yes. Halloween. So, folks, if no, you're no. interested in conspiracy theories, see how I bent his arm live on we're camera. We're doing see, a conspiracy theory episode, folks. It'll air on Halloween, but we we're going to record it previously, so. Yeah, we'll look stupid really before Halloween, and then we'll look stupid regular on Halloween, isn't it? I mean, I like to go out for Halloween, so if we record it before, then that'd be great. Alright. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll record it beforehand, that way you can get shit-faced. How's that? <laughs> look, I'm a sober cat. I'm the type of guy that essentially is straight-laced, mm-hmm. does his suit every morning, has a coffee... That is a good meme. And yep. just, just restart just our computer, folks. His com- restart this channel. I'm Don't worry. Ta- Mason leaves. The whole channel's going to get my revamped daily routine. And I want to talk about my daily routine. Oh. So I'm straight lace. I do my shoes up. I do straight my lace, straight face. You sound like coffee. really Eilish. I have works. a coffee. <laughs> straight lace. I do my hair. Do I look a little bit like Harvey Specter. And I kiss myself in the reflection. And I walk away and I read the Bible before I go to work every day. And that's not, not what happens. <laughs> that's not what happens. Leviticus 12. Recite it right now. I know. Well, we know yours. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We're not trying to make Lord fun of you. with you. And also with you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's not go there. Because I you, suppose you that, that we're going to Right now, Mason. You no, cut that out no, of the are you cut. talking? No, don't. No, we're not going to cut it out. How dare you. Anyway, Larry. Where can they find us? Where they can like and subscribe? Go and do a quick plug. Okay, guys, so you can like and subscribe this channel. That'd be always grateful. Uh, we also have our Facebook channel of the same name. That's Power Passion Podcast. We're all in separated words now. And, of course, we, our Instagram links are just at the bottom. And if you feel like making a PayPal donation, just because you like our content, you want to see it grow, you want to maybe even fund our Halloween costumes. It's a cup of coffee, guys. A Come cup on. of coffee once in a while if you really want to. Not going towards coffee, but it's going towards cameras, mics, and... Look... I love this display. But we gotta get our own displays. Right. Yeah. 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 Ha! <laughs> I mean, you know. Folks, uh, uh, of course, it's always been a pleasure talking with Mason. Uh, we're expecting, what are we expecting in the next couple of days? A lot. A lot. There's so much that I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Alright, guys, so stay tuned for another episode of the Power Passion Podcast. This has been, it's probably the funniest, memeiest one. I, I like it so far. Memes and dreams, man. Memes, Memes and, dreams. and dreams. It's like a vaporwave background. Memes and dreams, oh, guys. Oh, God. Alright. Have a good one, folks. Good night, everybody.